ride with me in my foul life. Podcast world, what's up? Chad Belding back at you with the very first episode of the Foul Life Podcast. Thank you all so much for the support of our other podcast, This Life Ain't For Everybody. We've uh, experienced awesome growth, and we are humbled by that. We love the fact that you guys listening to our stories, our interviews, the diversity in guests, um, the diversity in topics. We tried to cover a lot of stuff there, and every time we would do a podcast on conservation or duck hunting, goose hunting, duck calling, whatever it might be, we would get flooded, inundated with messages saying we want more waterfowl topics, more waterfowl podcasts. So lo and behold, that is what we got going right now, guys. Welcome to the Fowl Life Podcast, all duck hunting, all goose hunting, all the time. Again, all duck hunting, all goose hunting, all the time. And we're going to cover tons of stuff you know there might be one or two three episodes a week it depends on where we're at what our travels where our hunts are taking us but you can expect to get tips tactics instruction on everything that has to do with a duck hunt a goose hunt from scouting to calling to concealment how to operate a boat we're going to have some great guests on here in 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 conjunction with some of our partners and one of them is going to be mr tom cox from edge duck boats we want to talk about where that industry is and where that brand is going and how important boat safety is and boat operation and what sets edge duck boats apart from other manufacturers in my humble opinion and we want to make sure that we cover that topic as well as that you know along with concealment and scouting and calling we're going to go over decoying we're going to go over every single part of what i feel is important to having success consistent success in the field and obviously it does start with location it starts with scouting it starts with choosing the right outfitter the right hunting spot knowing the migration what the weather patterns are doing we're going to talk about weather with meteorologists we're going to talk about things to study and what to look for when it comes to barometric pressure and the winds and the temperatures and and the change in the season and what makes a duck go crazy and act like a duck with that sunshine and those blue skies cold temperatures, north, northeast wind, whatever it might be, we're going to talk about how weather plays a huge and vital role in being a successful and a consistent, consistently successful waterfowl hunter, whether ducks or geese. So we want to cover the whole gamut, guys. We want to make sure that we're giving the tips, the tactics, not just from us. We're not know-it-alls by any means, and we've never claimed to be. We've never even claimed to be good at this. We, we don't claim to be the best. We've learned along the way. We're a melting pot. We've got to be around tons of good duck and goose hunters, including tons of you know solid duck and goose callers scouters, dog handlers, whatever it might be. We want to bring them on and introduce them to our audience. And we want to learn. We want to keep absorbing all that information, becoming a sponge and being a sponge at all times and always learning something, whether that hunt's awesome, whether it's mediocre, whether it's terrible, whether we get skunked, we're going to walk out of that hunt, walk out of the field, knowing that we learned something that day. And so hopefully you guys are going to tune into the Foul Life podcast. 
We're going to do a lot with sporting dogs and have Brad Arrington or Andrew from Wild Acre here, but the guys down at Mossy Pond, we got big news with Axel. He just received his master hunter this last weekend, and we're going to be hunting with him in a couple weeks up in Alberta with Take Him Outfitters, Clay and Crystal Charlton. I can't wait to see Brad Arrington up there and Axel and see him handling him, and we're going to be doing a lot with Axel and Mo and the foul life dogs that are coming out of the, the, the retriever kennels over at Mossy Pond in the great state of Georgia and New York what brad errington and lee howard have done for our dogs it's amazing and we're very proud to be associated with mossy pond retrievers as well as wild acre kennels and some other uh, you know retriever trainers around the country with our with our representation and our partnership with Yukonuba sporting dog and Yukonuba brand dog food we're meeting tons of strong dog trainers kennel owners handlers we're being a sponge again we're learning and we all understand how vital a dog is in the success of a hunt they are a conservation tool they are a method to retrieve crippled ducks dead ducks making sure that our bag limits are are either full or or we don't go over that bag limit because we can't uh, let a cripple get away there's a lot of stuff that goes into having a well-trained well-handled dog and the role that they do play in a duck or goose hunt and they are tools they are our pets they're our best friends but during that hunt they are a tool a conservation tool and a method to make sure that all of that awesome wild duck and goose meat gets back into our blind and then into our boat and then into our trucks and then with our knives we put it to the blade and to the freezer and hopefully not the freezer and eating it fresh sometimes off of that Traeger grill. We're going to talk about processing, butchering, how to make that duck, that goose table fare and make people's eyes go start to, you know, just go, wow, there's no way this is duck and make their mouths water with the taste. There's a lot of different ways to cook ducks and geese. We've touched on it here on some podcasts on this life ain't for everybody with guys like Chad Ward or, or Skidmark or Benny Kendrick, the guys that we associate ourselves with at the Traeger brand. And we've, we've really prided ourselves in teaching people or showing people a better, it's better said that we show people how we prepare our wild ducks, geese, and other forms of wild game that we're always eating here at the Fowl Life and Banded. So you can be rest assured that you're going to hear a lot about that on the new Fowl Life podcast. We're going to get into a lot of gear reviews. What's going on with all of our partners, the new gear, the new products that they're launching each season, what's working, what's not, what are our favorites, what are our least favorites? Camo patterns, clothing, waders, boats, boat motors, guns, ammo, sunglasses, duck calls, goose calls, tires, rims, camper shells, trucks, um, you, you, everything that we do, spotlights, flashlights, headlights, knives, barbecues, grills, whatever it is, we're going to give reviews on there. We're going to bring people in to talk about what they're using in the field, what is working, what is not working, how we're utilizing this gear to become the best duck and goose hunters that we can possibly become. And we all understand how savvy we need to be to be consistently successful in the field and how expensive that can be and how thorough and thought out that our arsenals have to be from our trucks to our trailers, to our UTVs, our ATVs, our boats, our boat trailers, our boat motors. Guys, you open that door on our trailers and look what's in there from the decoys to the blinds, to the shovels, to the rakes, to the picks, to you name it. It's in there, right? Knee boots, camp shoes, waders um flags decoys i can go on and on but if it's a piece of gear that would be used in a duck or goose hunt 
we're going to talk about it. We want to know what's out there. We want to know what's coming. We're going to talk to represent representatives of some of uh, some of the top manufacturers of duck and goose hunting equipment in the world. Um, we're very proud of what we have going on at Banded and Banded the family of uh, Banded brands with Avery Greenhead Gear, Avery Sporting Dog. We'll be talking to representatives from those brands as well as Benelli, Federal, Black Cloud, Mojo. How important has Mojo been in making? tons and tons of average duck hunters like myself successful on a daily basis guys if you've ever been under mallards in a cornfield or a pea field in canada cornfield in kansas or nebraska north dakota south dakota western minnesota montana idaho washington if you've been dry field hunting for mallards and got underneath one of those swings it's amazing with mojo on water on dry fields the different applications that you use a mojo in a spinning wing the different products that mojo outdoors offers terry denman is a genius mike morgan both hall of famers in the outdoor hall of fame you got chuck smart over there marty bailey we're going to be talking to all those mojo mojo boys from the great state of louisiana what about gator coolers we're going to talk about all of the different things that they have coming out on the market all these gear reviews the mcgeehee brothers down at gator in louisiana and we're, we're going to just rate all of this gear and let you guys know what we're using and how we're utilizing it and what's working and how it's working for us. What's holding up? What's not holding up? What would we do different? What can we tell these manufacturers what a, a passionate duck hunter and goose hunter wants to see? And don't get me wrong. We're not know-it-alls on that either. The, these manufacturers are doing it. They're coming out. There's never been a better time in the world to be a duck hunter, guys. There really isn't. It's, it's um, again, it's, you got to be thorough. It's, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of dedication, but that's what duck hunters are. We're crazy. We're insane in the membrane, like my boy Be Real at Cypress Hill would say. But think about that, guys. That's going to be covered on the new Foul Life podcast. We're going to get into outfitter reviews. Where are we hunting? What outfitters do we hunt with? Where should you choose? We get inundated again with questions. Chad, I'm looking to book a hunt in, in the Midwest. I'm looking to book a hunt down south. I want to go to the flooded timber. I want to go to the Butte Sink of California. I want to go to Canada. Which outfitters? We're going to give you our humble opinions on which outfitters we choose and why, from the lodging to the food, to the hospitality, to the service, to the duck hunting, to the dog work, to the personality of the place, the locale of the place, the cleanliness of the place. Um, again, not that we're know-it-alls, but just from uh, getting to do what we get to do you know, almost every day of the duck and goose season. We've been a lot of places. We've met a lot of outfitters and we've become friends with a lot of them. Some of them we don't hunt with anymore, but that's not because we didn't enjoy it. Things just happen. People come in and out of your life, but there is a lot of quality duck and goose outfitters, hunting outfitters out there in Canada, the lower 48, Alaska, don't know about Hawaii, Africa, South America. Well, hopefully we get our good buddy Ramsey Russell from getducks.com and on the new Foul Life podcast and have him talk about his service and how he's placed hunters all over the world to chase wild ducks and wild geese. And Ramsey knows what he's doing. Again, the Mojo boys, Terry Demon and Mike Morgan and the guys down there at Mojo in Louisiana have hunted with getducks.com a bunch. They're a great representation and flying that flag of Ramsey Russell's brand. We'll get old Ramsey on here to talk about what's going on all over the world with wild ducks and geese. And you might not be interested in hunting ducks in Africa, but maybe you are. Maybe you're tired of chasing all these puddle ducks in America. I'm not. I'm all about them green-headed mallard ducks. I'm, and uh, I like puddle ducks. I like the gadwalls, the widgeon, the pintails occasionally. I'm not really big on divers, but I love to call it those puddle ducks. I love to call Canada geese lessers, mid-range ones, westerners, all of the different subspecies. We're going to get into the conservation, the, ana the, the anatomy of ducks and geese, the, the different breeds of ducks and geese, 
And how many different breeds are there? How many species of Canada geese are they? Can you tell me right now? We're going to get into that. Well, hopefully we get Chris Nikolai, the awesome waterfowl biologist back on here. You've heard him several times on this Life Ain't For Everybody podcast. We'll get him plus other biologists, plus other guys talking about conservation, farming, planting duck food, building a duck, a duck farm, a duck property for you and your family and friends to enjoy for many years to come. What does it take to entice ducks or get them to come to where you want them to come? Even if they didn't come there in years past, there's guys doing all over the country, guys. It's actually a big topic right now. We're going to talk about all of that outfitter reviews, where to hunt, who we're hunting with, the gear reviews. Um, we're actually going to have Josh Tishner on here from Ice Eater. I can't wait to talk about the evolution of the Ice Eater and what it's used for in different states, whether it's for motion, where it's legal, whether it's to keep keep water open and keep it aerating and moving to where it doesn't ice up on those cold days. He always talks about keeping the honey hole open, and that's exactly what we've experienced with the Ice Eater. So I'm all over the map right now, but I'm just telling you what you're going to get a taste of on the new Fowl Life podcast. We're going to tell stories again of hunts those awesome mornings of the the chill in the air the smell of coffee the wet dog mallards falling into our decoy spread breaking ice chainsaw and holes in the ice chasing swans chasing geese chasing ducks whatever it was wherever we were whoever we were with we're going to bring those personalities on here those different hunters we're going to tell stories i love listening to a good story uh, and hopefully there's happy endings sometimes there's not did we blow out a tire did our boat not start when we were four miles from camp way out in the marshes of northern nevada we're going to hear them all guys we want to tell a lot of stories we want you guys to write in and tell us your stories we, we want to hear weekly we're going to have questions from from followers from fans from in consumers and customers we're going to answer a couple of those questions on each of the podcasts we might even take full podcasts to answer just questions we'll do instagram lives and have questions coming in and doing them on the podcast trying to answer them giving you our best answers and the best information that we can to lead you down the right road in the right direction but we're going to do a lot of that we want to we want to get you guys involved get you guys engaged hear your stories we want to hear your flyway reports we want to hear your hunting reports we want to hear your outfitter reports your gear reports we're going to be asking for a lot of that there'll be all of this all of this will be readily available on our podcast website this life ain't for everybody.com and uh, it'll also be in direct messages on instagram facebook wherever you want to leave us a message we're going to get to it info at this life ain't for everybody.com ask us your questions and we might even have an info at the foul life podcast.com coming up so they don't get mixed up with our info at the foul life um, for our tv shows on the outdoor channel so we're gonna we're gonna do all of that guys we're gonna we're gonna try to get heavily engaged with our audience our friends our followers the people that we entrust in to give us the 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 hints and the intelligence that we need to be successful when you're traveling we can't do that by ourselves we have to have boots on the ground all the time in all of these different locations states provinces that we hunt all over the country if it wasn't for our friends and fellow hunters believing in what we do with our brands and what we're trying to do with the foul life and bandit and Avery and all of these different um, entities, we would never be successful. It's, it's taken an army to do this. You know, they talk about a village. It takes a village. Well, it takes an army to grow these brands and we feel that we have it and we want to bring it to you each week now. And, and I mean, I am so excited to be launching the foul life podcast um, I, I truly am humbled by the success of this life ain't for everybody. Like I said, in the beginning of this, and I can't wait to bring our partners in on this, our, our, our partners that have become involved in the foul life over the last 10 years are so important to us in Benelli and federal and Mojo and Realtree and as edge duck boats, they're all going to be part of the foul life podcast. We're not going to change things up. It's going to be something to where 
every week, we're going to be proud to bring you episodes that are going to be full of information and stories on this great lifestyle that we are blessed and humbled to get to live. It's a privilege, not an entitlement. I can't stress that enough, what's going on in America, especially in states like California, um, where you got to do background checks for ammo now. Little by little, guys, they're taking away rights of shooters, Second Amendment believers and supporters, hunters, conservationists, water rights, farming. There's so much that goes into keeping this heritage, this tradition, this history this historic lifestyle of waterfowl hunting, hunting in every fashion or format, no matter what species you're chasing, no matter what application you're choosing to chase them in, whether it's archery or muzzleloader or rifle or longbow or crossbow or or the new modern bow or shotguns and 12 gauges and 20 gauges and 410s and 28 gauges and slingshots, guys, no matter what it is, we have to protect our culture, our heritage, Again, it's blessing and it's a privilege. It's not written into the Declaration of Independence that we have the right to hunt. It is that we do have the right to bear arms, but not the right to hunt. It can be taken away at any time. And like my good friend Remy Warren said on an episode of This Life Ain't For Everybody, that it could be a hunter that gets it taken away from us. So we have to work hard, strive for excellence every day of the year to become a safer, more ethical, more morally correct hunter where we don't go out and break the law because it's very very easy to break a law when you're on a duck hunt or goose hunt the numbers are astronomical of how many hunters and how many law how many hunters break laws and how many laws are broken by every hunting group you know pretty much on a daily basis in america when it comes to waterfowl hunting that's why we have a a very select group of waterfowl hunters we're probably the lowest number demographic the least amount of hunters in the country or duck hunters around two and a half million it's because of all the rules, the regulations, everything you have to follow from identification to time limits and when you can shoot and what you can shoot, what you can't shoot, how many can you have in your possession, how many can you have in your freezer at a time, how many hen mallards can you shoot, how many canvas bags, well, that's not a hen mallard, that's a pintail, no. The identification of ducks, just, it's so easy to mess up and we have to be better. We have to be the best. We have to take pride in being perfectionist when it comes to going into the field. I'm not saying that every hunt has to be perfect. We don't have to shoot a limit every time i don't even know what a limit is really there's so many memories and great times that come out of a duck blind a deer stand a turkey woods we don't need to shoot something and kill something and into life every time i love to do it and that's what we do but we don't have to be killing a limit every time to have a great duck hunt is my point i want to stress on this new podcast the importance of getting involved in agencies like California Waterfowl, Ducks Unlimited, Delta Waterfowl, your state agencies, your regional agencies, your national ones like National Wild Turkey Federation, Rocky Mountain Elk, Mule Deer Foundation, the Ducks Unlimited, like I said before, there's so many of Nevada bighorns we have here in Nevada. And like I said, California Waterfowl and what they're fighting in California, it starts there and then it spreads eastward. I know representatives of the CWA just got back from Washington, D.C., and they're working on a huge project of one of the biggest refuges in America, one of the original refuges in America. We'll have more news on that later as we sit down with representation of the California Waterfowl Association. It might be Rock Merlot, it might be Scott Merlot, it might, or Scott Mueller, it might be John Carlson, the president. We're going to get them on the new Fowl Life podcast and talk about what's going on in California with water rights, farming bills, ammunition, guns, the rights of hunters, and how solid is hunting in that part of the country because it is spreading eastward. And just so you know, California, every year pretty much, 
I don't know how many years in a row, but they have more licensed duck hunters in the field than any other state in the country. That's why the CWA is fighting so hard for hunter rights, farmer rights, shooter rights, whether you're man, woman, or kid. We need to make sure that we're involved, guys. We need to activate. We all need to be part of this. We can't just sit there and think that we don't need to have a voice in this and not get involved. So again, that's going to be part of the Fowl Life podcast is learning about conservation and what's going on and what's being fought for and when it comes to hunters' rights by these agencies and conservation groups across the country. So we want to dig deep. We know that we've touched on it in several episodes of This Life Ain't For Everybody, but again, we got so many requests for more, more, more duck, more goose, more calling, more conservation, more cooking wild game, more living off the land, more of that organic provider the provider lifestyle you know that's one of our brands the provider and we truly believe in it we have a lot of passion in being a provider so again guys that's what we got going on right now under the umbrella under our family of podcast brands at this life ain't for everybody podcast we're going to have the new foul life podcast and again we will have more announcements coming up on other podcast titles and 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 different actual different entities that are going to join that umbrella and be underneath the This Life Ain't For Everybody podcast umbrella. We're going to have several different titles for you to choose from, several different hosts that are going to be touching on topics from business to entertainment to music to fitness to training to nutrition to women in, mar- in, in combat sports to living the mountain life, snowboarding, skiing, living on the water, surfing, bodyboarding, wake surfing is the big kick right now. We got a lot of new hosts coming on and we're going to be getting you guys a lot of content on a weekly basis. We're so excited for it. I'm Chad Belding. Please be on the lookout for our very next episode of the Foul Life Podcast. I'm glad you got to catch us on the first episode here to introduce it to you. Thank you so much for the support. Please support all of the partners that support us on a daily basis. Go check out all of their websites. You can check them out on the foullife.com. Hit the sponsor link and check them out from our truck builds to our guns, to our ammo, to our dogs, to our decoys, to our camo patterns, to our spinning wings, to our duck boats, to our knives. Just please support the partners and sponsors that support our TV shows, our brands, and our podcasts. And please subscribe to these podcasts. Don't just download them. Please subscribe to This Life Ain't For Everybody. Please subscribe to The Foul Life, plus the future podcast we'll be launching here. Give us a rating. Please give us a review. It helps us out in positioning on all of the different podcast carriers and formats. Again, I will truly appreciate if you guys go and do that. Subscribe, rate us, review us. Give us more than one review. Hopefully you give us more than one star. Is this, is this all we can give them is one? Or is this, is this, do we have to give them one? Can we give them half? You heard me say that before. I heard that as a joke one time. But again, guys, thank you very much. I'm Chad Belding for the family of This Life Ain't For Everybody podcast. Welcome to the new The Foul Life podcast. I'm your host, Chad Belding. We'll have guest hosts on here and, and awesome guests every week. I can't wait to bring you more. Tom, go ahead and hit that button. Thank you all so much. In my foul life.